Hey everyone, this is an excerpt from our weekly live event. Since it was Shark Week, we thought it'd be a fun one to do. I hope you guys enjoy it as well. Welcome to Colonize the Ocean podcast, where we discuss oceanic colonization, exploration, and education with your hosts, Adam Jewell and Brendan Traxler. La Semana del Tiburón. Yes. Shark Week. Tobler. Oh, I thought we were going to talk about Toblerones. No. Okay. Um, yeah, Shark Week. So, this, you'll have to, maybe maybe you know better than I do. When did Shark Week start? I don't know. It's been around for as long as I could. It's been around for a long time. Maybe one of our viewers can tell us if they remember when Shark Week started. Like, because it was like an Animal Planet thing, wasn't it? Or was it like National Geographic? I don't or? remember. Yeah, yeah, it's been around for a long time. Maybe one of our uh, viewers will. Well, I mean, yeah, go ahead and Google it. Yeah, I'll just go to quick. We've got here. some cool uh, shark-related content to talk about. Yeah, today. we do. Um, I know I got some stuff. You got some stuff. We got some viewers that are going to participate. Um, do we? Yeah. Uh, I am interested on when Shark Week started and how it started. Why it started. Ooh. Okay, what do you think it started? Because it's it's really not thought. Just give me, yeah, what year do you think it started in? 84. Man, you're close. 88. Really? That's when Shark yeah. Week started? Okay, so like, uh, like on what? Oh, I don't know about that. Because uh, Animal Planet hasn't been around that long. I know that much. No. Uh, it was Discovery Channel. Okay, so dis- okay, I said National Geographic. But yeah, yeah, so okay, Discovery. okay, Discovery. Okay, cool. So 1988. That's crazy. I That's figured it was like one year 90s. older than I am. There you go. Cool. So, um, what? Do you, how do you want to go about doing this? I mean, I have some. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So I fear we can start a little personal. So you know, the fascination with the sharks and stuff along those lines. For you know, I've I think sharks are amazing. I love them. And my oldest niece is really fascinating. She's on her bucket list. She said when she was 13, which she's 13 now, she wanted to dive with sharks. That was one thing she wanted to do because I think it was the age requirements and stuff along those lines. Um, so she wanted wanted to go diving with sharks. Um, uh, now it was a few years after because Jaws was 77, I think. So it's like 11 years after Jaws. But which Jaws movie is he talking about? Well, I guess it was that true. I think the last Jaws was like 84, so... Um, anyway, um, so yeah, so she wants to dive with the sharks. So we looked at, you know, California, Florida, Bahamas, all these different places, but come to find out the Georgia aquarium, you can go dive with sharks there. You can either do a cage dive or you can do an open dive in the, with like the whale sharks and rays and stuff along those lines. So, um, yeah, so the, you, so we looked at doing it this year. It looks like it's going to work, but for anybody that didn't know about that and maybe interested with that, I've got some links here, um, for like the, to find out more information, prices and stuff along those lines. Uh, it's only like a couple hundred bucks, I think it was, once you get in to be able additional. But there, uh, there's some links for you for both those at the Georgia Aquarium, 
Um, which the nice thing about the George Aquarium is, it's well, first off, it's in a contained environment, so you, you're not out in the sea or um, stuff along those lines. But yeah. So a little little vacational thing there. If somebody wants to dive with the sharks but doesn't want to go in the ocean, I guess. Yeah. Um, and hold on. What happens if we do that? Ooh, I wish I could have adjusted it differently. Yeah. Sorry. Just because we have a cool uh, shark logo. Um, yeah. um, oh, and I was going to upload it to our social media. I did it a couple of years ago when I went, but uh, last, um, it was actually last Wednesday, uh, me and my daughters, I took them to the Omaha Zoo. Um, we like to go there. We try to go there every year. We didn't get to go last year because of COVID or whatever, but um, they have an awesome aquarium. And uh, and like I said, I'll try, I'll try to remember to upload the video, but they have like a walkthrough aquarium and they got sharks in there. They got um, uh, stingrays, they got sea turtles, they got, um, oh, what else is, no, I can't think of what else is in there, but just an awesome, awesome aquarium in there. Um, as well as like just other cool standard aquariums or I guess, or I don't know. Um, so if you live in like the Midwest or whatever, um, try to get yourself to the Omaha Zoo. It's a very cool. What if you're in the Midwest or the Shedd Aquarium in Chicago? It used to be the biggest in the world. See, I don't consider Illinois the Midwest. It's the Middle Midwest East of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> the Midwest is like everything from like Ohio over to like yeah, Nebraska. And I've, always thought, I've always thought that was stupid. Is that's like that's not the Midwest. Anyway, the point is that Shed. That's when I grew up going to was the Shed Aquarium in Chicago because it's Illinois. So, yeah, it's pretty. You said it's one. in Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so depending on where you're at, if you're in the if you're in the hard western part, yeah, if you're in the western Midwest, make your way to Nebraska, go to Omaha Zoo. Um, yeah, just really really cool there. And like I said, I'll try to upload the video of the aquarium that we walked through. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, but yeah, so uh, what do you want to do? You want to you want to dive into some? You want me to dive into some of my uh, cool shark facts that I found on here? Well, I, you know, well, I don't have I didn't have too many shark facts because I wanted you to cover them. But I do have a, I have a couple of them for you. Well, how about you hit hit me with them? Did you know there's over 300 species of sharks? Was that one of yours? Uh, it was one of them on this list. Yes. And that the smallest shark measures up to eight inches, whereas the largest one is up to 60 foot. Is that the whale shark? Yeah, and the smallest yeah, the one is the dwarf the dwarf lantern shark shark, and the the largest recorded is eight inches. Nice. Mm-hmm. What's the other one? That's all I got. I um, figured you cover the facts, so. I I don't have it pulled up on this list, but um, one that's been going around this week, especially with it being Shark Week, is that sharks are actually older than trees. They're older than mm. dinosaurs. They're older than trees. Um, so, yeah. Okay, so I'm just going to go through these because there's a lot of them. Um, so I'll just kind of whip through them a little bit. So. Uh, number or actually, this is a best life online, by the way, bestlifeonline.com slash shark bags. Why don't you throw it in the chat so people can go through too? Oh, well, I suppose I could. I suppose I could, there, Brendan. Um, so the first one is uh, shark embryos attack each other. Mm, yes, um. Hammerhead sharks have 360-degree vision, 
so they can see all around themselves. Um, the longest fish in the world is a type of shark, which we just covered was the whale shark, which I think are absolutely cool. Um, female sharks generally dwarf the male sharks. Um, that's not necessarily just a shark thing. I think that's just yeah. Like, it's the animal kingdom. It seems to be that animal way. kingdom. Um, me and my daughters had a conversation about that. That um, most of the time with animals, whether it's like birds, fish, mammals, whatever, that usually the the male version, the male version, the male of a of an animal is always more decorative. Whereas like mm-hmm. humans, it's usually stereotypically the other way around. You know, like you know, he, women, humans, like they like to wear makeup, they do their hair fancy and stuff. Where guys are like, oh, whatever. Um, like I said, stereotypically, but in like the animal kingdom, it's always the males that are always like more like colorful, have the more more to them, where like the females are more bland looking. So I always thought that you know me and my kids had that conversation. Uh, here, yeah, here's the one. It's like they're little literal hundreds of shark species. Um, not all sharks live in the ocean. There is river sharks. Um, bull sharks are found in tropical rivers and have evolved to swim between salt and fresh water. River sharks are true to their name, and they have been found in rivers in areas of South Asia, New Guinea, and Australia. Um, some sharks are pregnant for two years, um, making it the longest gestation period of any vertebrae. Um, great white sharks have a more powerful bite than jungle cats. Um, but great white sharks don't have the toughest shark bite. And that goes to the uh, bull shark, which so the great an eight foot long great white bites with 360 pounds of force, but a nine foot long bull shark has a bite force of 478 pounds. Um, and they say a bull shark jaws work like a vice, actually. Um, like Miami Vice, Miami Vice, um, okay. Tom Selleck. Um, that wasn't Tom Selleck, I don't know. It's all way before my time, dude. I don't know. Tom Selleck did something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Magna P.I. Okay, same thing. Uh, lightning strikes are more deadly than shark attacks. Um, yes. The U.S. averages just 19 shark attacks each year, and one shark attack fate or one shark attack fatality every two years. Meanwhile, in the coastal U.S. states alone, lightning strikes lightning strikes and kills more than 37 people each year. Um, on top of that. Hippos, deer, uh, and cows are more deadly than sharks. Um, uh, yeah, Glenn says, I wonder who was able to measure that bite piece. Well, and they, well they, on Shark Week, they showed how they did that. They, they in the past, they'll stick a, a thing inside a piece of meat and then hang it over the water. When the shark comes up to bite it, it measures the bite. Oh, I suppose, uh, yeah. So, yeah, on Shark Week, it's been several years. They, they may show it every year, honestly, because they show a bunch of stuff the same every year. But they, they showed... Um, how they how they measure that stuff? Um, it says you've probably eaten shark. That, not so much in the United States. They say uh, if you eat like or like in the UK or in Europe, if you eat fish and chips, a lot of time um, that's actually dogfish shark meat, spiny mm-hmm. dogfish shark meat. Um, let's see here. Sharks prefer to attack men. Um, they said out of all the recorded shark attacks since 1580, 93% have been ma- made on males. Huh. But they say this is likely due to the fact that the most common victims of shark attacks are surfers, swimmers, and fishermen, 
which is usually male dominated. Mm-hmm. Um, tiger sharks will literally eat anything. Um, among the odd objects that have been discovered in the stomach of these animals, license plates from almost every state, vi- video cameras, dog leashes, a bag of money, birth control pills, and other sharks. Um, shark in litters. The, in the movie Jaws, when they cut open the shark, a license plate falls out. Nice. It's been so long since I've seen that. Um, shark litters are enormous. Uh, for example, the blue shark is known to give birth to as many as 135 pups. Uh, their skeletons aren't made of bone. Me and you had a discussion about this earlier mm-hmm. this week because yep. uh, one of our uh, friends, uh, S. Babe Hyde, uh, provided. You're just going to call him out on it. No, nice. no, 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 no. I'm, I'm messing with you. Because um, one of the facts that we uh, were going to post is that, what was it about? Uh, they're the only bony fish. Bony fish with eyelids. Now, a shark is uh, all bone and cartilage. So oh, cartilage. There's no bone. Right. What did I just say? Bone and cartilage. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant to say all muscle and cartilage. Sorry. Um, so, yeah. So, that's probably what he meant on that. Um, yeah. But like you said, I I, did, I need to adjust it before I post it just so we don't get called out on it. Because <laughs> we will get called out on it. Someone's like, you don't know anything about sharks. Um, it'll it'll probably be, yeah, I, I can probably tell you the couple of people, which is good. I love the fact that we have people that are fact-checking this and, and are knowledgeable on this stuff. So I love it when the people are calling us out. Um, they don't sleep at all. Um, at least they don't sleep like humans. Some species have, some species. Some species have to continue swimming in order to breathe. Instead of falling mm-hmm. into a deep sleep, sharks remain semi-conscious. Uh, sharks are older than dinosaurs. Uh, sharks used to be bigger than buildings. Um, for example, the Carcharod- Carcharodon megalodon, which first appeared about 16 million years ago, grew to 55 feet long, and weighed as much as 25 tons uh, before going extinct about 2.5 million years ago. Um so we believe. Uh, and here's a this kind of a fun, naughty fact: a great white, a great white shark is uh, about the size of a megalodon's. You know, really. So it says, um, Peter Climley, of a shark expert at the University of California at Davis, wow. told National Geographic that mm. a great white is about the size of the clasper or penis of a male megalodon. I disagree with that. Because I was just reading something the other day that they said that they they believe that they have misjudged the true size of the megalodon. They think it was smaller than what they originally believed it was. And it was like some high school student, some college student that came to this when they were going back and we were looking at the the jaw and the, the teeth of the megalodon. So there's nothing, all, there's, that's the only thing about the shark is teeth. So you have to judge how the mouth is based on the size of the teeth. And they say they, they think the math was wrong on that, and the megalodon was not as big as they once th- thought it was. Still, probably pretty big though. Yeah, it was still big, like the size of whale shark, but not nearly as big as they once believed. All right, fine, be a buzzkill. Well, I'm um, saying it, once again, nobody's ever well, seen one. So who right knows? It says the next one was megalodon sparked some media controversy. Uh, the fascination around these legendary creatures earned some backlash for the Discovery Channel in 2013 when it aired a mockumentary with actors pretending to be scientists discussing the long-extinct animals as if they still existed. 
Sorry about my dogs in the background, by the way. Um, oh, this was apparently just a uh, National Geographic thing. Um, sharks have way more than one series of teeth. Uh, sharks can grow up to 50,000 teeth in a lifetime, which moves to the next one, that the ocean floor is a graveyard for shark teeth. Um, because sharks are constantly losing and replacing teeth, Experts say that there are trillions of teeth sprinkled on the ocean floor, there for deep sea divers to discover and turn into weird jewelry. That's how we're going to find Atlantic Sea Colony. You just like scraping the floor with shark teeth and reselling them. Are like shark tooth ne- necklaces still a thing? Oh sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, um, if you look, if you look, see like like megalodon teeth sell for online, you can get a decent amount of money for these suckers too. So yeah, but I gotta assume that they're a little bit harder to find than yeah, them. yeah. Um, sharks have scales as if they didn't have enough teeth already. They also have dermal denticles or tooth like scales on their exterior. These don't get larger as a shark ages, but instead the fish grows additional scales that fill the gaps as needed. Have you ever felt a shark before? Have I ever felt one? Mm-hmm. No, have you? Yeah, what kind? I don't remember. It was like a like a Touch it's tank. like a small t- touch tank. <laughs> it's like it's like a wet sandpapery. I've I've heard it feels like sandpaper. Yeah, it's like a wet sandpapery feel. It's kind of cool. Oh, and this is uh, the one you were talking about. Sharks can be as small as a goldfish. The dwarf lantern shark is hardly one of the f- one of the fierce creatures you picture when you hear the word shark. This odd animal found near the northern coast of South America grows to just six inches in length. But what it lacks in size, it makes up for in other quirks. Its organs emit light along its belly, helping to camouflage in the rays of sunlight that stream into the shallow waters it inhabits. Um, great whites have a keen nose for blood. I think that's a pretty common fact, actually. Yeah. Um, um, we have more in common with them than you'd think. Um, for example, an analysis of the genes of great whites found greater similarity between its genes associated with metabolism and those of humans than those of zebrafish. Um, there's currently a shark that's 120 million years old that's still alive now. It's the goblin shark, which is a really goofy looking yeah. shark. We'll pull up a picture later or something. Um, and one we just posted, I believe it was today, a shark's vertebrae will tell you its age. Um, uh, says just as the rings of a tree tells you how many years it's lived, scientists usually determine the age of most species of fish by counting the rings on small calcium structures in their ears. But since this doesn't really work on sharks, according to the Smithsonian, recently scientists have been using a new method of determining shark age by using a radiocarbon timestamp found in the vertebrae of sharks left over from left over from nuclear bomb testing in the 1950s and 1960s. Um, sharks have incredibly acute hearing. Sharks will heat their eyes. Um, for mako sharks who travel vertically and come across very different temperatures in a short time, uh, the retained warmth is especially important to keep their eyes and brain stabilized. Uh, sharks move both top and bottom jaws. As opposed to like with most animals where it's your lower jaw. Um, the skin on a whale shark is six inches thick. Hmm. Some give birth to fully grown offspring. Baby sharks are born with all of their teeth. 
sharks mate at their birthplace. Sharks move unimaginable distances without rest. They can survive thanks to liver oils. Um, sharks manage to avoid stopping to eat by drawing on fat stored in their livers. Um, shark skin makes them fast because um, it reduces drags and it shifts the flow of the water that surrounds them. Sharks are silent, and the shark's biggest threat is humans. We'll get into that later. Um, so those are all the facts that I got off of this page. Um, did you have anything you wanted to throw in with that before I moved on to my next section? Yeah, there's two things. One, I just don't know what we're talking that we're talking about. Shark, uh, um, the Greenland shark is believed to live at. There's one alive right now that they. Oh think yeah, yeah. Might be a couple hundred years old. Yep. Um, which is I'm just thinking about anomalies out there. And then the other was there's a video that circulated a few years ago of what some people said it was a megalodon, but it's a giant shark, uh, like moving over a cage like really yep. slow. So I was going to post that, but I started doing re research on that today and come to find out that they think it was Japanese uh, had laid some traps down and recorded it all. And I think the, the thing was only like 27 feet long in actual actuality. So they know what kind of shark it was. Nothing special about it. It's just it looked Old. massive the way yeah, it was it's just massive. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, as far as shark facts, no. You, I mean, you, I think you covered more than uh, plenty of shark facts there for everybody. So, Yeah, buddy. Um, I do have this uh, thing pulled up here. Uh, so one thing that we always talk about is that – or not we always talk about, but people always seem to think is that they're – if you're swimming with sharks, you're going to get attacked, um, which is very, very rare. I have a friend that refuses to put foot in the water because he's terrified of sharks. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. If I was, like, out swimming and I saw some, I would freak out, even though, like, typically they're probably more um, scared of me than I am of them. Oh, uh, real quick, I have a buddy right now that's uh, helping me. Uh, this is Cheeto. She's hanging out with me. Um <laughs> Sorry, Cheeto. Um, okay, so I pulled up this article from the Smithsonian that says in the <clears throat> she just fell off the table. In the extremely rare instance of a prolonged negative encounter, the stereotypical advice is to punch the shark on the nose. Have you ever tried punching underwater? It doesn't work very well. As with all animal attacks, the best advice is to go for the eye. If you poke something in the eye, it will stop what it is doing. Um, sharks have a protective eyelid-like barrier called a nicotating membrane, but it's designed to protect from thrashing fish caught in the caught in the shark's jaws and not from fingers. So yeah, I'd always heard you know people say like, oh, punch him in the nose. Yeah, I heard that's the, the gills and the eye are the two places you go for. Um, I remember seeing something one time that they say depending on the shark. And I guess depending on uh, how gutsy you are, is that they said sometimes, okay, if they're not attacking you, but if they're, like, getting too close, you can, like, grab their nose and kind of just redirect them. Mm -hmm. And, like, they kind of just go away or something. I don't know. Either – it's one of those things where I don't think I'm ever going to be in this situation to, like, worry about it. But fun fun things to know. Well, you never um, know when you need the information – 
Oh, uh, and I did while I was trying to find something like I was like looking up like shark self defense or whatever, and like apparently there's like shark repellent. I didn't know that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that that you could do. They have there's I mean, chain mail. Chain mail. Um, I don't know about you or I, I don't. Know, you can speak on the scuba part, but I guess a lot of scuba divers will usually dive with a knife, anyways. Like I don't know if it's for defense against sharks or if it's just a matter of like in case you get entangled in something and yeah entangled in something but uh you know stab it but um yeah that's that's what i got for that as far so if you're in a situation where you're getting attacked by a shark or glenn says go ahead and act aggressively it makes them more cautious how do you act more aggressively when you're already in the water I'll flail around. You puff up your chest. Or wouldn't that ma- see? And I've heard the other, the opposite, where it's just like if you're flailing around, then they're like, "Oh, that makes you think, or that makes them think that you're like some sort of fish, and they want to come eat you." So I don't know. Oh, go at them. Okay, Glenn. No, <laughs> I'm not doing that. If I see a shark, my, my first instinct isn't going to be like. I'm going to handle this. Like, yeah. I'm going to go scare these guys out of here. Play chicken with a shark. <laughs> like, these are my waters now. Um, so I did pull up um, another article. Um, this one was by OceanScubaDive.com. Um, it talks about the um, endangered sharks in the world. Um, so it has a list of some of the sharks and, like, what's going on with them and all that. So... Uh, the first one is the great white shark. It's listed as vulnerable, um, mainly because uh, their reputation, it kind of seems like. It says, uh, um, the decline of the pop or dec- uh, decline in shark population of the great whites is already occurring and it is facing threats of being target- targeted commercially. This also includes sports fishing for their jaws, the shark fin, game records, and also for aquarium display. So, I mean, it's more of a... But it says, but the threats don't stop there. They're also victims of protective beach meshing, media fan campaigns to kill these species after a biting incident, and degradation of inshore habitats, which are used as pupping and nursery grounds, which which all mean that their status is at risk. So, um yeah, so that's mainly saying that means they get such a bad rep that uh, people are more apt to go after them. Thanks a lot, Jaws. Well, um, yeah, and speaking of which, uh, Peter Benchley, who wrote Jaws, he, you know, I think he's come out and, and said, you know, how much he regrets the effect that Jaws has had on, on the shark community. So, yeah, that was not I, his intention by any means, that, that I don't think so. Well, yeah, and I, I mean, he's got a problem. But when you think about it, like, if you were going to write a story about, like, a shark, I mean, and you wanted to pick a scary one, you're going to pick the great white because, I mean, A, it's, the you know, one of the biggest ones out there yeah. as opposed to, like, you know, a whale shark, which is super not aggressive anyways. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It, I'm sure, like you said, he's like, hey, guys, like, this was a story. Like, please don't go messing with these. Um. The basking shark is currently endangered on the IUCN red list. Um, sadly, for these 
shark types, it is because their fins are among the most valuable with international trade, and the cartilage is used for traditional Chinese medicines or sometimes as an aphrodisiac in countries like Japan. And these are like a very large size of the filter feeding cold water pelagic shark type. And I think they're kind of like a slow move. Yeah, slow moving and generally harmless shark. Uh, dusky shark. These look like the mako sharks. Um, because of its very low intrin intrinsic rate of increase, they are amongst the most at, at risk for vertebrates um, to depletion by fisheries and has a high mortality rate when taken by taken as bycatch. Their fins are highly valued and often used for shark fin soup, a delicacy in some Asian countries. Um, that seems to be a theme in a lot of this stuff is that um, mm -hmm. uh, shark fin soup and like their fins are like just sought after by a lot of people. Um, the brown shy shark uh, is they're regarded as a nuisance by fishermen. Um, it's in these are like small. They're small, stocky shark with a broad head. Uh, their very narrow near shore distribution means that it is imperative to monitor and the abundance of the species and the health of its preferred habitat. As abundance has not been quanti quantified and fishing related threats are potentially high, a continuous decline in the quality of their inshore habitat is inferred as a result of heavy human utilization, warranting an assessment of it being a vul vulnerable. Um, the sand tiger shark. They only produce two two large pups per litter, um, severely depleted by commercial fishing, uh, and they're they're critically endangered. Uh, the sand tiger shark, um, and I think one of the things we got to realize too is that usually when an animal's endangered or like if its listener is endangered, that's not acknowledged by everybody, which is sad because it's like. We're seeing, you know, like we talked about earlier, a lot of the countries like, say, Japan and um, China or whatever, like they overfish a lot of this stuff because this stuff isn't acknowledged by them or it doesn't matter. I don't know. Um, the poor, the poor, poor beagle, poor beagle shark, uh, less is vulnerable, highly prized by sports fishermen. Um, their population hasn't recovered from like overfishing. I've got endangered sand tiger shark meat available for anyone. Thanks, Devin. No, we're good. Um, scalloped hammerhead, endangered. These are coastal, or hold on. The species has now been assessed as critical globally for many reasons, both increased targeting for their high-value fins and rising fishing pressure from offshore and inshore fishing, which continue to be largely unregulated. Um, they have been... They have seen population declines of over 95% in the last 30 years. Um, whale shark is endangered. Um, although many commercial fisheries have closed during the 1990s and 2000s, their, pro their products still remain valuable, which is why they are still commonly caught in some countries around the world. Uh, due to their large size, these are often seriously injured and sometimes killed by vessel strikes, causing this to be another global threat for them. Um, although the hunting of these sharks is banned in some countries, including the Philippines, India, and Taiwan, many fisheries continue to hunt hunt this amazing species. Um, without conservation action, its species will continue to decline. Uh, the smoothback angel shark, 
low productive potential. So basically, it just uh, doesn't reproduce. Kind of like a panda. Um, Dagonose shark critically endangered. Um, popula- in the past 10 years, the population has seen a 90% decrease as a result of commercial fishing for its meat and also from being bycatch, where they are often caught incidentally in floating gillnet arsen- arsenal fisheries, artisanal, sorry, fisheries. Combined with these factors, limited distribution, life history traits, and dramatic population declines results in them being considered a critically endangered species. Uh, so, I mean, we can spit off all these facts, but what are we going to do about it, Adam? Not eat sharks. Well, Brendan, let's uh, hold on. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, I wonder if at the end of this. Okay, I was thinking that at the end of this, uh, basically support conservation efforts. And uh, the, one of the biggest things that I see as a common thing is like the over overfishing of a lot of these, uh, not just sharks, but a lot of, I guess, sea animals or whatever. Um, but, and then the, the common thing is the bycatch. So people like animal or fish and sharks and whatever that are getting caught in, like say when you're catching other stuff and then they get killed that way. Um, so what do we do about it? I don't know. Um, I know people have talked about trying to find like smart solutions to do like fisheries like dedicated fisheries out to where like they don't have to interfere with i guess going out into certain um I, I, know, I think that's that's something we should probably i think we need to have an episode designated to, to that because i've been there's been a lot coming up here over the last couple of years about you aquaculture um and, and Thank fishing. You. that's what i was looking for yeah, so I think that's 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 a good uh, comment. I think that's something we probably need to dive into, no pun intended, um, a whole lot more. So that might be a good uh, episode for in a couple of weeks to maybe talk about is aquaculture, because yeah, if we can, if, if fishing is a big thing of it, we can have farms of fish where we get the fish from, and you don't have to worry about it, right? As much at least. Yeah, and. Uh... Yeah, maybe we should see if we can find someone that is an expert on that. But yeah, well, there that is. Be- I, I was just listening to a podcast from the guy who wrote a book. Um, something about that I want to get the book, and I don't know if we'll be able to get him on, but yeah, we we'll definitely get somebody on like that. Mm, let's talk after we're done with it. Um, Devin asked, "What's killing all the sharks?" Uh, basically, and what was it? Overfishing seems to be the big one. That and just like I said, it's not acknowledged internationally, and there's a lot of international countries international countries other countries that just for example like the fins the fins are so valuable to them and like it's a delicacy and a lot of things like shark fin soup they like thousands millions of sharks are killed just for their fins and it's such a waste to to be honest i mean it's one thing like if you, you know you fish for the whole thing or whatever but i mean like a lot of times they're taking just the fins and that's it. And then it's they sometimes release them back where they're just without a fin, and they're just you know live out the rest of their life, um, 
an agony or whatever. Uh, Glenn says, try Greg Bird at Moat. He takes sharks really. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be a good one, yeah. Um, I I personally blame Will Smith because he had that song Shark Fin or whatever it was. And so, you know. Who had a song named Shark Fin? It was from that one. He was in that one um, CGI kids movie, Shark Tale or whatever it was. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Anyway. Nice try. Um, idiot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, I mean, uh, it ties back into what we talk about and like bringing up Atlanta Sea Colony with this is that whatever we do is going to be environmentally responsible. Like, we're, we're not going to be doing this to go and destroy you know um destroy habitats you know we're not going to go destroy environments or whatever like we want to interact and we want to cohabitate in certain areas sure but like we're not going to go and destroy the 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 marine life in an area just for the simple fact of like oh we want to put a little building down there it's like no we and what brennan always says too is it's like one of the best ways to be proactive in conservation with this is be put amongst it. You know, what, what a better way to appreciate the, the marine life than being able to see it firsthand, being able to wake up and see it. So I think yeah. what and, we and do top, is going to help. Yeah. And, and one of my, my things is to get Atlanta Sea Call. One reason I want to get Atlanta Sea Colony big is obviously to build underwater habitats but also to be able to partnership with different organizations to be able to help them, whether it's financially or, you know, whatever. I'm always looking at different, um, you know, organizations out there that are doing good things. It's like, how can we help? Well, we're too small to really be able to do stuff. And all we can do is post stuff on our social media and say, hey, go help these people out. But if we could do more, that'd be great too. And I'd really like to at some point in time be able to be able to help them out. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you 100% there. Um, and I foresee that in our future and, you know, what one person might be looking at Atlanta Sea Colony as like, oh, that'd be a cool little vacation thing to just go hang out underwater. And some people might yeah. say, hey, that'd be a good tool to to uh, help our conservation efforts, you know, being able mm-hmm. to put people out in areas that we need to observe and interact with and protect or whatever, you know, I mean. Have little have little outposts out there yeah. to help track and you know collect data on what's going on. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't have any more sharks. Well, I got quite a, I got quite a bit more, but we're, man, we're like 40, 41 minutes into this sucker. What else do you have? Uh, well, I got I got one cool thing that I remember from years ago. Um, and I'm gonna post the video, but and I, some of the people that have been around for a while may remember this sucker too. But Fabian Cousteau. Uh, he built a shark um, and drove around inside of it. Um, it sounds funny, but he actually did. He built this submersible that he got inside of. Um, and actually, I think it was on a shark week, actually, that I probably saw it. And it's like, it looked like a great white. So he could get out there with the great whites and swim around with them. But he's inside of like this shark shell. Um, and he was able to get out there right with the sharks and stuff. Anyway, I, I threw a video out there of uh, a, a little clip from something um 
I'll post yeah, it up on our social media too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's pretty cool. Um, the only other thing I, I really had as far as Shark Week was I, I was going to start talking about shark themed movies, and I was like, "Holy cow, there are a ton of shark themed movies." I started listing them off. It's like Jaws, Deep Blue Sea, The Meg, Forty Seven Meters Down. But I was like, then I found this Wikipedia site, and it's like, if anybody really wants to do a dive on shark movies. That sucker's got like everyone that's got some kind of shark theme on it, and there's quite a few. So you could definitely block off a whole summer just watching shark movies. Just saying. And there's a bunch that I had never heard of. Um, or even put the Sharknado series in there. I'm like, eh, that's a little bit of a stretch in my opinion, but whatever. If you're going to do that, then you might as well throw in like, uh, you know, like Shark Fin, the animated thing, even like. Finding Nemo because you got Bruce and stuff in there, so I don't know. But, but it anyway. wasn't about Bruce. That's true. That's true. You got me. That's true. But I think, I think overall, the the, the thing, Shark Week, for is and I, I'll put this one little. I found this little article here, just a little bit more information about sharks. Um, pretty elementary, but it's really good. Um, but basically, Shark Week is. I think it's one of my. I don't watch TV anymore. I don't, and, but it was like the only thing I ever did watch when I watched the TV over the last few years. I'd tune in for Shark Week because it's cool. That's always got yeah. good stuff. It seems it seems the last few years I, I, they've gone away and got more celebrities on there that really don't have anything to do with it. It's just more for uh, you get notoriety, which is fine. I mean, if that gets people interested by having whomever on, like William Shatner was on this, this year. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I didn't read the article, but I did see a headline that I guess one of the guys from Jackass got hurt doing yeah. some sort of stunt yeah. for Shark Week. I don't know what it was, but. I heard he got bit or something like that. Um, knowing those guys, he probably had it coming. Yeah, probably. Um, but maybe he poked him in the eye. Maybe, maybe. that's how he. Yeah, and that's a thing. Um, I don't, like I, said, I don't know much about that, but I know there is people that go like atten- intentionally like out there to like see they want to see aggressive sharks and stuff like that. It's just like don't go antagonizing wildlife just for the like. Ooh, I want to see how mean something can get, you know? Because it, you know, it's just like you wouldn't go, you shouldn't go antagonize like bears and stuff. So like, don't do it right. to like marine life either. Um, it's one thing if you want to observe from a distance and be respectful of the environment, but to people that are trying to just be stupid, I ask you not to. Don't be dumb. And, and the last thing I'm going to say for that I have to say about Shark Week and, and sharks in general is we've got some cool shark-related merch. And oh, yeah. for the next two days, you can get 20% off of our merch. So, oops. There's a link to our merch store. Go buy some merch. Go get some shark-based merchandise. Um, save some money. Discount. You shall not regret it. Yeah. Yeah. I try to find, yeah, so. We also have the other stuff on the site, too, but hey. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shark cool, but get the, get yeah, the shark yeah. gear, man. We've, we've got Babe's new design, which is really cool, which I need to still order a shirt on that. Your mug, Adam, has shipped, so it should be to you shortly. Or your uh, your shirt, your shirt, whatever. I'm like, I hope you didn't yeah. order me a mug because I don't drink no, your coffee. Shirt. 
Um, Sweet. So yeah. Yeah. Beautiful, dude. You got anything, you got anything else? No. Uh, why don't you tell everybody what we're what the plan is for next Tuesday? So next Tuesday, I am it's short of something crazy happening. I will be at Jules Undersea Lodge, under the water, live from Jules. I'm going to bring a couple different phones, so we'll have a couple different angles while we're live. Um, I'm super stoked. I'm ready to do this. Uh, yeah, it's going to be cool. Uh, so if people, you know, I've already posted in our Patreon, they're going to get some stuff. They've already asked questions or stated stuff. I've got my own ideas, stuff I want to do. Um, they're going to Patreon members are going to get more of a tour than anybody else will, obviously, because they're Patreon members. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be fun. I'm excited for you, dude. Yeah, it's gonna be a good time. I can see meet Thane, get to hang out and say hey to him too. Hopefully, Jan Koblik may be around. I don't know, that'd be awesome if he was. I'm gonna take my book if in case I see him, get him sign it. But, um, fanboys, yeah, fan, fanboy out there, yeah, pretty much. Be a geek. No, that'll be fun, dude. Um, excited for yeah, so if anybody's in the area want to and want to hang out and say, Hey, I'll you know, I'll be there. Uh, I'll be there flying in Monday, I'll be there spending the night Tuesday, uh, getting out Wednesday, and then I'll fly out Thursday. So I'll have Wednesday night, I'm free. So, man, so any of you, uh, crazy Flor- Floridians mm-hmm. want to get in touch with Brendan Let's if you're, do if you're it. down, down south, down around the Miami Key Largo area. Key Largo, Montego, baby, why don't we go? Yeah. To Jules Undersea Lodge. That's right. All right, buddy. I don't got anything else. Do you want to hit me to close it out? Close it out. I'll go ahead and take care of the little links for you so you can just talk. Okay. Boom. Lanaseacolony.com. Uh, Brendan actually did some updating on the website. So go check yeah. it out. Um, from there, you can get all of our social medias. You can get our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, um, YouTube, all that good stuff. Um, TikTok, we do a little bit of TikTok. Um, also, uh, patreon.com slash Atlanta Sea Colony. If you want to donate one dollar a month, you want to donate five dollars a month, uh, you can do that through Patreon. That helps us keep this live stream running, that helps us get some money set aside for the Atlanta Sea Colony habitat. Um, so any little bit that you can uh, help out with is appreciated. Now, uh, if say you have um, 37. 89 hanging in there on your pocket. You're like, hey, I don't know what to do with this $37.89. Uh, you can go to paypal.me slash Atlanta Sea Colony, and you can donate that $37.89 directly to paypal.me slash Atlanta Sea Colony, and we would appreciate it. Uh, any, anything for like a one-time donation or whatever, yeah, go through PayPal. And once again, appreciate it. And like we mentioned before, you can go to atlantaseacolony.com slash merch. We have discounts on all the Hammerhead logo uh, memorabilia and uh, apparel. I don't know what. All of our items. Uh, what is it, a 20%? 20%, 20% yeah. 20% off on all that. Um, also have other cool designs. But like I said, it's Shark yeah. Week. Get the get the discounted shark stuff, man. Um, such a cool logo. And just, you know, uh, and we always get a little bit of a, you know, little bit from that as well so that helps us out when you that and it's just like when people are like hey what is what's up with your cool shirt they're like oh this this is atlanta sea colony like what's that and you're like well let me tell you about it and then you tell them about it and then you have them come here and i have a sleeveless shirt that i wear the, at the jib all the time 
I see ladies' heads turning, looking at back of my shirt, saying, "Ooh, man, what is that?" And they're like, "Oh, okay." That's when they uh, see my face. But when they're yeah. looking at the back, they're like that. Like you really like you really think you have a, a, a appealing backside? Well, I'm taking the shirt. The logo's on the back of the shirt. Oh, okay, okay. I get you to say. And also, thanks to our current patrons, we have Edward Haas, Brian Acosta, and S. Babe Hyde. Thank you guys for that. Um, other than that, I don't got anything else for us to to cover. So once again, thank you guys for your continued support and help. Um, and like I said, next Tuesday, big and lack of stream because Brendan's going to be at the only visitable underwater habitat in the world. Well, I mean, there's... Yeah, I guess visible. I guess yeah. visible. 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 Visible by the by by the everyday man. Yeah. Or woman. That's very progressive of us to include women into our, into our audience and women. Okay, guys, thanks for tuning in. We're excited to see you guys next Tuesday. I'm excited to see Brendan next Tuesday. So thank you guys. See you next Tuesday. Mm-hmm.